Doug Skeen. He's a fabulous golfer, one of those serious guys where it's like a beer every nine because he's looking <laughs> to have the low score. Former Michigan offensive lineman, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan football podcast at TheWolverine.com. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Skeener? I'm doing great, Bill. I want to go to the Masters. So do I. I want the backup prize. I've been trying to figure out how I can win that. Not that I cheat on contests. I don't want people to think that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But Well, think about this, though. If you are a Michigan State or ND or Ohio State, one of the you know three teams I think hate Michigan for the most part, you could enter the contest, text the word CHAMPS to 21000. That's all you have to do. And then cheer for Michigan to lose, and you'll be in the drawing for – I don't even think there's a price on a trip that would be a chartered jet uh, with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan to Savannah, Georgia – a uh, couple nights hotel, you'll golf at a top shelf resort, then bus over to Augusta and you get a full day badge for round two of the Masters with access to the premium village and everything's free. That's uh, That sounds like golfer's dream. Sign mm. me up for that. I'll, I'll take that trip. And the winner, uh, we uh, Monday at three, the winner is Doug Skeen. And he's taking Bill Simons. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> All right. Uh, what What are your thoughts about that game tomorrow now on the eve of Michigan TCU and that college football playoff semi? Well, there's always the concern of rust, Bill. It's been a while since Michigan's played football, and you get used to timing, and you get used to feel for everybody. And from experience, I know you get into a bowl game, that first couple series, it, it takes a minute to get back to game speed and being used to it. So that's a concern. Uh, on the other side of the, 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 the football field there, TCU's quarterback concerns me because I think he's real gritty. And he gets just a winner. He's never going to quit. So that's always a threat when you got somebody back there slinging the ball around and running it the way he does. But I do feel in the end, I feel good about Michigan's chances because of who we are and the way this team blocks and the way they impose themselves upon their opponents. I think that Michigan's just going to be a little bit too much in the end for TCU. So I like our chances tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I like Michigan big. I I really look at the TCU defense, and I know a lot of people will point to look what they did at Texas and Robinson, you know, Mike. You know, probably second best running back in America this year uh, behind a healthy quorum. Uh, But the quarterback uh, wasn't fully healthy, so I I don't think they could get the ball down the field, Sarkeesian and Texas. So uh, I look at the numbers and the yardage and the points they gave up, and I know they have that gritty quarterback and gritty offense, but I I don't see this as a typical Big 12 shootout game that's going to be 42-38. I think Michigan will be able to pound the football, dictate when they want to throw, start to finish, and be in control of the game. The only thing is, what you mentioned, with the rust, Doug, and I do agree, uh, you know, you've been blessed to not give away games or struggle too much outside of Illinois this year. And what if you have a couple of, you know, miscues and a, a bounce a ball off a helmet that's an interception, then a fumble, then a kick return, and you're down 21 7, something we haven't seen all year from Michigan? Well, that's certainly the possibility, right? So that's where this offseason can hurt teams. And that's why the preparation goes into these practices as intensely as it does. But Michigan's got to pick up where they left off in Columbus 
getting on to uh, dot lineman to linebacker combo blocks like we do so well, creating a crease there for Edwards or whoever it is who's got that football in their hand to take off and go. And like I say, every week in every game, when it comes time to pass, the Michigan offensive line has got to keep J.J. McCarthy clean and healthy and warm and fuzzy happy, especially in the first quarter of this football game, to get this offense going if, in fact, TCU lines up and comes with the Ohio State defensive game plan to commit to stop the run, then we're going to have to throw the football. I don't think that's too far out of the realm of possibility. I think it's pretty likely that TCU will come with an intention to stop the run at all costs and make us do it all over again and let, like we did in that first half of there in Columbus. So, But, again, I think in the end, there's too much experience, Bill. There's too much There's too much. Uh, uh, I don't know, the challenges that Michigan has been through and the tight game against Illinois and going down and winning in Columbus, which, quite frankly, I don't know if any of these kids were even alive the last time Michigan did that. This team's got a different chip on its shoulder, so that part makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, unless Michigan gives it away, uh, not that it will be easy, but I I think it will be similar to what we've seen, and I've lined up their opponents uh, and looking at who Michigan has played, and I would put... TCU behind Ohio State and Penn State as the third best team they've faced all season. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. So, you know, it's it, those two games. Obviously, Michigan, we handled Penn State. Penn State didn't get a first down until late in the second quarter. So, Michigan's defense has the ability to uh, shut people down. And I think that defense of Michigan's gets overshadowed by the Michigan offense and some of the, the players are over there. And I think they use that to their advantage. So, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, it, you, you've got Michigan winning big. I do think this game's going to be tighter than people think. TCU is battle-tested. I know it's the Big 12, and we all like to kind of laugh at the Big 12 because they don't play defense. But, but TCU has found a way to win in big moments away from their home stadium. The Baylor game and the Texas game come to mind. And so I think this game's going to be a little closer than people think. But, again, I think Michigan pulls this out. And then the question will be, will it be Georgia or Ohio State? When you look at that game, I mentioned on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, Georgia, a game in Atlanta, basically a home game. I know Ohio State will be well represented with the ticket distribution, but only given Ohio State six in the last time we saw Ohio State, they got annihilated at home by Michigan? Yeah, that's what does Las Vegas know that the rest of us don't? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Ohio State's best running back is not playing. Uh, Ohio State's defensive line is going to be the same one. That, um, same offensive line, same quarterback, who I don't think likes to put his shoulder down and go make plays. So if Georgia can get some pressure on Stroud, I don't see how that goes well for the Buckeyes. You know, they're going to have, obviously, that Harrison Jr. out there. They've got other weapons. They are Ohio State. They've got great football players. But I don't know how the recipe is going to be any different against a Georgia team that arguably is a better version of what Michigan is the last couple of years. And so Georgia's got a defensive line that can absolutely cause you problems. And they got a quarterback who's better in tested, and they got a wonderful wide or tight end there that makes plays. And Georgia's got weapons everywhere. I, I just think Georgia wins that game by far more than six. I feel more confident about that uh, than uh, than how uh, that Michigan running away from TCU. I think Georgia wins pretty easily. 
Yeah, I I have Georgia winning big, and I really just feel, uh, you know, Michigan, when you talk about battle-tested, and and, and it's interesting, now, you know, halftime, Ohio State game on the road, uh, Illinois stretched uh, into the second half, but, you know, Penn State was close at first half, but the domination by Michigan in the second half this year, now, even, even if I look at the big boy schools, you know, and that's the, you know, looking back the last five years, the Alabamas, the Georgias, Georgia, who was just fabulous last year on defense. I haven't seen too many teams now who are in this penthouse category who just took over games in the second half like Michigan has done in every game this year. It is, it is impressive, Bill, what they've been able to do. Whatever they're seeing in that locker room, wherever they are, home or away, this Michigan football team is pretty comfortable. They don't seem to get frazzled. And they haven't gotten themselves in too many bad spots. But whatever it is at halftime, this coaching staff does a really nice job of finding adjustments and sticking with them. But, you know, as I watch this team play throughout the course of the year, Bill, they just get better at the fundamentals as the game wears on. I, of course, I watch the offensive line very, very closely. You watch the interior of that offensive line play in the third and fourth quarter we talk about it a lot this year. They just wear people down, and they wear people down. And when that defensive line gets a little tired, suddenly they're, a, they're getting knocked back a little bit further into their linebackers. It's easier for our uncovered offensive linemen to get to a second-level linebacker and get a clean block. And all of a sudden, there goes Corum. There goes Edwards. And the game breaks wide open. And when you can play that well through that long of a game, uh, what I mean by that is late into the Late into the game when you're pounding on people and it gets tough and it gets tiring, people start to blink. They start looking at the clock and they start wondering how long this is going to go on. And This is really hard. And that's when Michigan kind of crushes you. It's awesome to watch. It's been fun to watch. Let's just hope they can do it two more times. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also talented co-host with Chris Ballas for the Michigan Football Podcast that you can hear weekly at the Wolverine.com. Have you guys done uh, your podcast on the game tomorrow yet? Is that up? I have not done no, we've not done that yet, uh, Bill. So I don't I know Chris has been feeling a little under the weather and uh, the holidays have been busy, so no, that one hasn't been done. Uh, we may have to just do a post game and see what happens. But uh, it's been a great holiday season. I'll tell you that. Yeah it has. It's been really cool. Uh, I love just the vibe with you know, Michigan playing on New Year's Eve, playing the early game, uh, which really creates for what could be just one hell of a New Year's Eve tomorrow for those that want to grab a Bud Light at 3 in the afternoon or having a house party into New Year's and uh, the ball dropping at midnight. That should be fun. And if Michigan wins, then watching Georgia, Ohio State. And, man, no one has talked about it because they're not giving Ohio State a chance outside of Vegas, but... If that's Michigan-Ohio State a week from Monday in L.A., watch out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that one that one, that one, one makes me look and kind of go, hmm, I'm not sure I like the, the idea of having to beat them again. Uh, we talked about this, Ballas and I, in the podcast. I think you and I talked about it. I, I don't like the scenario. I think it's part of college football now. It's just going to happen. But it seems that it, it could diminish what happened in Columbus a month ago, and I don't like the idea of that. But it is what it is. Nowadays, college football is nothing like it used to be, and it's just part of reality now. If that happens, Michigan's going to have to find a way to rise up. But, again, 
like I talked about a minute or two ago, Bill, this Michigan team doesn't see the blink. They stare their opponents right in the eyeballs, and they find a way to win. I feel pretty good about this team. And unless they make some sort of colossal mistakes, Michigan's got a chance to win this entire thing. Doug Skeen, enjoy the game tomorrow with the family and friends and guys you played with. Should be an incredible New Year's Eve for all of us all across Michigan. Absolutely. Be safe, Bill. Be safe out there, Michigan, and go blue.